We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. What do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a planner. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. Good afternoon to you, Garrett. We are starting with one of our own. You've news of Pierce Brosnan for us. We are indeed, yeah, because he's lined up to star in a Western, uh, which is good for him. Yeah, He's going to join Samuel L. Jackson in a movie called Unholy Trinity, uh, which is currently shooting in Yellowstone Film Ranch in Montana. Now, this project has secured uh, one of those interim agreements from SAG-AFTRA, which allows it to go ahead in terms of, of shooting. And it's from an Australian, Australian filmmaker called Richard Gray. So it's been dubbed a sort of tale of revenge, mm-hmm. dark secrets and buried treasures. So it's set against the turbulent backdrop of 1870s Montana. It picks up in the moments before the execution of Isaac Broadway as he gives uh, his estranged son Henry an impossible task. That task is that he must murder the man who framed him for a crime that he didn't commit. Mm, okay. uh, so Pierce Brosnan is going to play a, a sort of a sheriff in, in the movie. Um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is going to play a mysterious figure in it as well. Um, and it's, it sounds like a, an interesting film and I noticed as well when I was doing the research on it that I discovered that the filmmaker Alexander Payne uh, you know him from the likes of Sideways yes. and the likes he's making a western as well oh, so it seems the westerns the are very much in fashion <laughs> yeah and I'm kind of when I read that I thought yeah you know what I'd like to see an Alexander Payne yeah. western so good for you of them coming our way very good you have some interesting casting news for us today too yeah, you've got Sam Rockwell and uh, Kumal Nanjani. They're uh, set to star in a dark comedy called A Guy Walks Into a Bar. <laughs> and this comes from uh, Gary Fledler, who would have directed the likes of Runaway Jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's working with Scott Rosenberg, who penned the film. And it's about a mild-mannered new father who befriends a charismatic yet mysterious man, played by Rockwell, who meets at a bar and soon suspects him of concealing a troubling secret. Mm. So again, this is another project that has got one of those interim agreements to allow it to go forward. Okay. They're planning to shoot in New Jersey before uh, year's end. Now, Fletter and, and Rosenberg have previously collaborated on a film. You might remember it from years back. It was called Things to Do in Denver When You're oh, Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they were involved with that. Both of them are going to produce here. Sam Rockwell's very busy. He's going to be next seen in Matthew Vaughn's film called Argyle. That's out in February. While Nanjani is attached to uh, a Blumhouse spin-off film called Thread, an an insidious tale so that that series is continuing and he's starring in that so both very busy Very good Now Martin Scorsese at 80 is busy as ever we'll be talking about his new release uh, shortly Killers of the Flower Moon but you have word of his next project Yeah he has a lot of projects sort of lined up but he's sort of confirmed what one he's going to work on next and this is one based on a non-fiction book called The Wager so it seems like this is going to be his next project he's also got Leonardo DiCaprio lined up for it and it seems Apple Studios are involved again in that they're happy to come on in terms of the financial backer of the film. So the story is set in the 1740s when 30 emaciated men land on this sort of patched together boat on the coast of Brazil. Now the men claim to be the survivors of a British ship that crashed onto the island in South America, Patagonia region. Their tales of surviving the seas and elements make them heroes. Oh, interesting. However, now there's a however. Six, six months later, another uh, even more 
dilapidated vessel is found off the coast of Chile and this ship is carrying three survivors claims that the other men were actually mutineers. Oh, so, I like yeah, the sound of that. <laughs> it sounds good, doesn't it? Yes. So yes, Scorsese, got, like he has, like, to mention a number, a few of his other projects, he has got a, a Jerry Garcia biopic with Jonah Hill attached to that. DiCaprio is due to star in another one that he has, a Teddy Roosevelt biopic. And he also has an adaptation of a novel called Home. So he's a lot on the horizon, but he has confirmed that The Wager will be his next film. That sounds great. Now, um, The Knives Out and Knives Out sequel, we have very much enjoyed. And we were sort of glad at the time that Ryan Johnson was going to keep on making them. So what's the latest? Yeah, so he's been out talking lately and he's since the, the writer's strike has ended, he, he can now talk about what he's working on. And it seems like Knives Out and also his Poker Face series are the two things that he's going to, to move forward with. Okay. He did mention that there was a couple of other projects on the horizon, but no, he has confirmed. So in relation to Knives Out, he's been sort of quoted as saying that he has a premise, he's got a setting, and the movie is now in his head. All that he has to do is write it. Okay. So uh, what we all also think as well that he's going to sort of change the, the title, switch around the Knives Out mystery sort of uh, title that he has around it and call it a Benoit Blanc mystery. Mm. So this is the character that Daniel Craig plays yes. in it. See, he has a deal with Netflix to kind of to, to keep making these. So they're hugely successful. And in they're fact, very the series, enjoyable, aren't they? They're very yeah. enjoyable. And I think the series Poker Face is quite, you know, it's kind of heavily inspired by Columbo, that sort mm. of murder mystery TV procedural. So he's good at that stuff. So we're kind of glad to see that he's going to, to make a third film now. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we'll come to new releases in a moment, but what trailer uh, should we check out this week? Okay, so take a listen to this. This is about an Italian automotive mogul's personal and professional lives uh, that they collide together in a movie called Ferrari. Two objects cannot occupy the same point in space at the same moment in time. The corner races at you. You have perhaps a crisis of identity. Am I a sportsman? Or a competitor? If you get into one of my cars, Yeah, that's Ferrari Guard. Like the look of that. What do you think? I, well, you know what? I really like Michael Mann. I watched The Insider again. It's a really favourite movie of mine. A brilliant director. Uh, and what you have here, Adam Driver starring as Enzo Ferrari. Good the casting, I think. Formula One racer. Very good mm. casting. Uh, you know, it's the story of him. He builds his own factory, establishes the Ferrari brand, but he's also facing financial trouble and he has to kind of take part in a treacherous thousand mile race across Italy. He's also got family trouble as well, uh, grappling with his, his, his wife, business partner, played by Penelope Cruz. Um, and you've got his mistress as well played by Shailene Woodley and their son also featuring in it so there's a lot going on in it and as you say great cast great director it's going to be out towards the end of the year but uh, yeah check out the trailer for Ferrari Looks yeah good. I look forward to that okay new releases we mentioned it already let's take a look at Martin Scorsese's new film Killers of the Flower Moon well we mix these families together and that estate money flows the right direction it'll come to us Shomikasi that's how you are. I don't know what you said, but it must have been Indian for handsome devil. <laughs> Why did you come here? I work with my uncle. You scared of him? Oh, he's a, he's the nicest man in the world. 
the Osage. Their time is over. We got to take back control of our home. I was sent down from Washington, D.C. to see about these murders. We have so many deaths, we've lost count. There's just bad luck. Seems more like an epidemic than bad luck to me. Osage is dying by the enemy. Yeah, Gareth, that's the biggie this weekend, Killers of the Flower Moon. Always a good week when you have a Martin Scorsese movie hitting the big screen. Big cast here as well in Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Lily Gladstone. Jesse Plemons in it as well. So, mm. uh, yeah, big movie for the big screen. Yeah, it's epic, isn't it? It's an epic Western thriller, beautifully shot uh, and directed, a stellar cast. You know, you get a lovely sort of quieter De Niro, which works so well. And everyone's talking about Lily Gladstone. She's super in it. You know, it's interesting, there was talk, you mentioned there, uh, Jesse Plemons and Leonardo DiCaprio. There was talk initially that they might play each other's characters. So, in in some ways, I actually think if they'd swapped roles, it might have worked a little better. I, I thought um, Jesse Plemons would have, would have fitted Leonardo DiCaprio's role particularly well. Um, but anyway, and I have to say, I mean, I am a huge DiCaprio fan. I, he's good in this. I don't think it's his best, though. So it's kind of interesting casting wise. But it is. It's a fascinating story about the Osage people who had oil on their land. So they were incredibly wealthy. But of course, uh, the white man wanted some of that wealth. We get a number of shootings here. I have to say I was also glad that Scorsese stayed away from the graphic violence on this occasion. Yeah. It sadly yeah. just dragged a little for me. It would have benefited from a shorter running time. A lot of people are talking about the, the length of it. it. It could have tightened up a bit and there's also an, sort of an ending coda that will divide audiences. It didn't quite work for me but listen, Scorsese at 80, he's extraordinary. He's one of the finest filmmakers uh, in the history of filmmaking so go see it and go see it in the cinema. It's definitely uh, a big screen moment uh, for this new epic. Uh, what else have we, Garrett? Oh, you have two of our finest uh, actors, uh, Sir Sharon and Paul Meskel, starring in Foe. This is a sort of haunting exploration of marriage and identity set in an uncertain dystopian world. Yeah, it's sort of set in, in 2065, a, a dystopian thriller and marriage and trouble when the husband is going to be sent to space for two years yeah. and an AI version of him will, will take his place when he's gone. It's pensive, it's intense. As you say, we've Paul Maskell and Sir Sharonan. We love them both. It just didn't quite work for me, I'm afraid. It's sort of lifeless. I think the fault is probably with the screenplay. So as excited as I was to see the two of them together, they, they did their best and it has its moments, but just ended up a little dull, sadly. So sorry, sorry, to, sorry about that one. But um, that is foe. <laughs> it's again dividing audiences. Uh, what else have we? Yeah, so you've got animation fun. This is the sequel to, to, to Trolls, uh, Band Together. you good cast in this as well. You know, you've Justin Timberlake, Anna Kendrick uh, on voice duties. You've also got It Lives Inside. This is about Sam is desperate to fit in at school, rejecting her Indian culture and family to be like everyone else. And when a methodical uh, demonic spirit uh, latches onto her former best friend, she must come to terms with her heritage in order to defeat it. Nyad is also out on limited release. It's going to be on Netflix. Netflix. Uh, this is a true story of, uh, of an athlete, Diane Nyad, who at the age of 60, with the help of her best friend and coach, commits to achieving her lifelong dream, a 110-mile open ocean swim from Cuba to Florida. Annette Benning and Jodie Foster starring in that. That is your selection. Yeah, a lot of talk about Annette Benning in that. Looking forward to seeing it. What about a TV movie for us? 
Okay, so I picked this one. It's a little bit campy, <laughs> I have to admit. But I remember back in 1992 when it came out, going to see it in the Palace Cinema in Navan. I was the only one in the cinema. Oh, wow. And I loved it for that experience. <laughs> and I always remembered it. But this is Francis Ford Coppola's take on uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, it's a great you watch. Had, yeah. yeah, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and some beautiful stylistic stuff mm. in it at the time. But also it had Keanu Reeves as well, who was slightly miscast. Yes. But but. <laughs> Gary Oldman, I thought, was terrific. Super and Winona Ryder was yeah. also in it too. And Anthony Hopkins. So you can catch Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's on TG Car tonight. And it's at 9.25. Oh, you're bringing Halloween a little early to us. Thank you very much indeed, Garrett. Thanks, Aideen.